You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast, where we celebrate vulnerability and shameless living. No topic is off limits when you're chatting with your besties. Let's own our worth and walk empowered towards truth together. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 14 of season three of Heart and Soul. We are joined by the wonderful and amazing Becca Rizzo. Um, Hey, and Chelsea and I are actually together for like the first time since probably since September, maybe. Yeah. Like, yeah, since 2020, since last year. Definitely in in months. So this is a treat and bringing me back to the olden days. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And we have a mic. So like it might sound. (laughs) Yeah. Y'all look official. I don't know. We said that last time and then we had to re-record the whole episode. So, mm-hmm. Oh no. Here's to hoping. Yeah. This- here's to hoping this doesn't have an echo on it. Cause that was just with us too. We didn't have to redo it with a guest. That would literally be. Oh gosh. Awful. No, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's on the right thing. <laughs> I was like, Oh God. Double it, triple check. What if it's on the wrong thing again? We sound like we're in a stadium. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're so excited to talk with you, Becca. Um, I'll give listeners a little background, I guess. Becca is another fellow full-time photographer and we met on Instagram, right? We did. We're Instagram friends. Like 2018, I want to say. That sounds right. Yeah. I feel like the first time we met in person, I was evacuated in Raleigh from Mm -hmm. Hurricane Florence. Yeah, that was 2018. Yeah. And we were like talking on online, I think for a little while, but, um, Mm -hmm. I was like, Oh, I'm really bored because I'm stuck here for a few weeks. And she's like, let's do a branding session. And we met in person and connected, hit it off. Uh, turned out she went to UNCW as well, but we didn't know each other in college. I wish we did. That would have been really fun. Yeah. Um, and then we like second shot for each other a few times and, now she's like my go-to, my confidant. Um, for sure. You're the um, same for me. <laughs> yeah. We voice text a lot when we have like our, you know, business freakouts and what would you do in this situation? Or I need to vent for a second uh, <laughs> types of scenarios. So I'm very grateful for her. And then obviously she's come and visited and gotten to meet Catherine in person too. And we've had some fun. So welcome. Hey, thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, we're pumped. We start every episode off with happies and crappies, although we forgot last week. I we did. I know. I totally realized we forgot. We were like so enthralled with the pre-conversation with Molly that we, we jumped right into jumped it. Jumped right in. So sorry about that. But And the pre-conversation with Molly was basically just about how funny she is. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, okay. So do you have, does anyone have any happies or crappies from the uh, week? I feel like I need to think. Do you have one like front yeah. of mine? Yeah, I got I got front of mine. <laughs> okay, my happy is we had a great Easter. We um, went to a new church with our friends Austin and Hannah, and it was great. Um, and then it was such a pretty day that I got to go on a walk. And then later that afternoon, we did like an Easter dinner, lunch and dinner situation <laughs> with some of our friends, and it was awesome. So that's my happy. My crappy is, I don't know that it's a crappy, but it's just the weirdest freaking story ever. And I have to tell y'all yesterday I went to H and M because I'm struggling and I thought they had maternity clothes, but they don't by the way, but, um, I went to H and M 
And I went up the escalator to the kids section because there weren't any in the, you know, women's section. I thought maybe there'll be like a maternity section with the baby stuff. Well, there wasn't. And then the escalator on the way down was closed. So I was like, <laughs> I had this freak out moment where I was like, do they just expect people to get trapped up here? And I walk around and I find the elevator and I was like, okay, they had a plan. <laughs> I get in the elevator and one, like as the elevator doors, I swear it's like a movie as the elevator door is about to close this lady like halts it and comes in with me. And it's just me and her. So I'm terrified it, because she looks, I'm not judging the way that she looks, but this will like set the scene for the things that she's about to say is she looked like a female Albert Einstein, like her hair was just like, <laughs> like ratchetly out white. She had this big blue glitter eyeshadow, older lady, just like staring into your soul kind of situation. As the elevator doors close, she looks at me and she says, what are they going to do about the children? And I was like, what? Yeah. So I go, that's exactly what I said. I said, what, what children? What? <laughs> she, goes, she goes, the children, they're coming and they're going to take all our money. And oh, I was gosh. like, and here I am pregnant. So I'm like, is she going to like try and take my baby or kill me? With my baby? <laughs> so I was like, um, I'm really confused. I don't know what you're talking, referring to. Like I was like trying to hold, hold it together, still shut in an elevator trapped oh together. My and then I said, and then she said, well, you better watch out. Cause they're going to take your money too. And then it dings and the elevator door opened and I <laughs> sprinted out. I was like, have a nice day. Bye. She was definitely Bye. mentally ill or, and, or on drugs for sure. Yeah. yeah. For like, for sure. I got in my car and I was like, like I was sweaty. I was oh like, my Oh my gosh. gosh. So it was like, so it wasn't really crappy. It was just like this story that I probably weird I moment. To know. Yeah. Why didn't you just walk down the elevator, the escalator? Because the escalator on the way up was moving up and then the escalator for the way down was closed off. Oh, so you could go up. Yeah. So you could go up. I was going to say, I would literally rather walk oh, yeah, 12 yeah. flights of stairs yeah. or ever take an elevator. I am terrified of elevators. I'm the same way, but it was close. It was close. I okay. couldn't do it. You could have just ran really fast down the. <laughs> I like jumped this, like, <laughs> like jumps the fence of the, of the closed <laughs> gate and like is running down the escalator. Uh, well, well, had I known she would have been in the elevator with me, I would have. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is terrifying i'm sorry that happened to you um thanks me too uh, i guess i will go next i don't really have much of a crappy i guess i would say it is that i woke up this morning with the worst like hip lower back pain where i used to have it um and i used to go to physical therapy for it a long time ago and it kind of went away during pregnancy thankfully And now that I like literally never work out, I feel like my body's um, starting to reject me a little bit and not be very happy with me for that. So is it, do you sleep on your side? I do. um, I sleep on my side with a pillow between my knees. Okay. Me too. Uh, Ever since. Me too. I used to to be a back sleeper. And then when I got pregnant, I had to learn to sleep on my side. And ever since that, I've been comfortable on my side with some cushion between my knees. Um, but yeah, it's like really bothering me. So I, I'm going to try to be better about, um, 
strengthening and stretching and getting back into the swing of things because it, it kind of went away when I just knew how to work around it. Yeah. But I've been really struggling with sleeping on my, I never slept on my slide slide on yeah. my side. I slept on my back. Yep. And now that I am supposed to sleep on my side, my hip is hurting all the time from like, I think pressure at night. Yeah. But then I have these freak out moments where I'll wake up in the middle of the night to pee and I'm back on my back. Yeah. And I'm like, it's okay. I broke the baby. Yeah. Like oh. I, know. I used to have that fear too, but the doctors are like, if you wake up on your back, you wake up on your back, just go back to sleep on your side. Like it's your body will know the, the reason why they want you to sleep on your side is because it's like a blood flow thing to the baby. Mm. So it's really more detrimental or like potentially detrimental if it's like when you're really big later in third trimester because of the weight putting, pushing down on you. But they're like most more likely than not, if that were to start to be the case, your body would wake you up. Yeah. You know, you would move well, over. Yeah. Right, and you right, Google right. it. You Google it. And of course, Google's like, it's yeah. going to destroy your vena cava and yeah. you're yeah. going to, yeah. the baby's going to lose blood to the heart. And you're like, oh, cool. Yeah. Like just from, then you're I, never going like, back rolling over. at that point. Yeah. I know there's so much with pregnancy that I would get on a Google rabbit hole and be like, oh my gosh. So yeah. it's terrifying, but you're good. I, it, but it is good to start doing that now because then when you literally can't sleep on your back you'll want to just be good to go on your side yeah Yeah. um so yeah that's my crappy uh my happy we had a great easter too we went to charlotte um and saw jordan's family um his parents and got to see some friends we haven't seen in a while um and then i'm also i have a short week so we got back last night and we leave for our first vacation since having a baby Oh, yay. Uh, on Thursday, which I'm pumped about. We literally haven't gone on any trips since our honeymoon because. Is it just you two? No, we're going to the Outer Banks. Oh, I'm not going. I know. I'm I sorry. forgot. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now I FOMO. Um, we went on our honeymoon. We were supposed to go on another trip after that, but then I got pregnant and then COVID hit. So this will be the first time we've gone anywhere without Silas. So that's what I meant. Like just you two without Silas. Oh yes. 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 Okay. So I'm excited to sleep in and to just be me and Jordan for a weekend, but I'm also a little bit nervous because we're going to Sunday and that'll be like the longest I've ever left him. I've left him once for an overnight for shooting a wedding in Charleston. Um, and I did okay because I was very distracted during a wedding. Right. You're working. But now I'm like, mm, I hope I don't like have a few drinks and like start crying, you know, <laughs> but if you do, please record. I it. hope you don't either. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I think I'll be all right. But you know, if we, I'll, I might need several FaceTimes or something. Chelsea so. goes viral as like <laughs> a drunken mom missing her. <laughs> I, know, <laughs> right? her baby. I know. Well, I'm looking forward. No, enjoy to it. Yeah, that'll be fun. And yeah, I'll be very happy to come home to him on, on Sunday, but I'm excited to have some chill time at the beach. So nice. Yeah. Your turn. Okay. My happy, I'm very happy about this because we have been in the, um, house buying market. Um, and we finally got an offer accepted on a home. It's our first home. Um, buying together and I'm just really excited about it. It's been a long time coming. So yeah. Oh my gosh. The house market is 
crazy. My friend is a real estate agent in Raleigh. And she said she's had people lose like 10 grand in due diligence and offer like, like people are getting their houses for like 20 to hundred grand over value and getting it. Yeah. So I'm like, exactly craziness oh my god it was insane for a long time and I was starting to lose hope a little bit but we found one and yay we've gone through inspection it's appraised and we're closing in like two weeks so (gasps) yeah that's soon oh yeah it's like super quick (laughs) yay well when we get off for the recording you'll have to tell me like the details of yeah where it is and stuff yeah shoot us that zillow link baby yeah (laughs) all right (laughs) Yeah, so um, I'm really excited. That being said, I don't really have a crappy, um, just because all good things happening right now. I think if anything, the crappy is that I just feel a little spread thin right now with like, I mean, we're in the midst of a busy spring photography season, and I'm closing on a house. So, you know, why not just load the plate off you know um but yeah I'm just really excited about it we've we've been saving up for this for a very long time so well congrats it's finally here thank you really exciting so so exciting yeah we talk about all the time how grateful we are that we're in our home our house now for a year because Mm -hmm. it literally was I mean both of us closed on our houses like right before COVID and I was like I can imagine now going through that so very very exciting news hey y'all you know we couldn't go an entire episode without telling you about one of our favorite sponsors and that my friends is Ritual we deserve to know what we're putting in our bodies and why especially when it comes to something that we take every day like a vitamin. I've been taking Ritual's prenatal vitamins whilst pregnant and also um, while we were trying to get pregnant. And I know I've said this before, but I just like the way that they make me my body feel. Sometimes when I take vitamins, I get a little nauseated or my stomach feels a little sensitive. Um, but with Ritual's vitamins, both the multivitamin and the prenatal, I felt that it's really easy on my stomach and I don't even need to necessarily take it with food in order for myself to not feel that queasy feeling that sometimes I get from other vitamins. A multivitamin should contain key nutrients and forms that your body can actually use that help you fill the gaps in your diet with no shady extras. Ritual's delayed release capsule is designed to deliver high quality nutrients, including including vitamin D3, and it's just two daily pills. The best part about it is that it is delivered to your door. Y'all know I love easy and it's easy. It's delivered to your door every 30 days. You're on a subscription, but you can also snooze it at any time or pause it at any time um, and just let it restart whenever you're ready. So that's the best part. You don't have to think about going to the store to pick up your vitamins. It just comes straight to your door right when you um, are done with one bottle, another one comes. So you can get these key nutrients that Ritual has to offer because they are giving our listeners a very special deal today. You will get 10% off during your first three months. That's right, 90 days, 10% off, 
And all you have to do to get that 10% off for your first three months is go to ritual.com backslash soul, S-O-L-E. Again, that's ritual.com backslash soul to get 10% off during your first three months and starting your ritual today. All right, well, let's dive in to Becca Rizzo. So... (laughs) first let's do let's just get like you know the inevitable over with where let's just have you kind of give an overview of who you are maybe Mm -hmm. what led you here anything you want to include about about you yeah so I'm Becca um I'm a wedding photographer in the Raleigh area um I also go to Wilmington a lot um because I went to school there so um Raleigh and Wilmington are kind of my two main markets um, and throughout COVID, um, I branched out to maternity and newborn photography as well. Um, I, I love love. I love marriage. Um, I'm, I really, really believe in the unity of marriage, the union it creates, um, especially with God at the center of it. And, um, so with that, I love talking about my faith, sharing stories about my faith, um, and hearing from other women as well. Um, I'm a sucker for just good conversation, um, stories of redemption, um, and really just, you know, hearing people's struggles, how they've overcome them and how that impacts people's faith. Um, cause it's an ever, never ending journey, um, the ups and downs of life. So I just love talking with other women about things like that. Um, aside from all that, I mean, I'm a wife, um, two and a half years. Um, dating wise, I've been dating my husband for seven years. Um, so we've been in each other's lives for a while. Um, and I'm a dog mom to a five month old golden retriever who I'm absolutely obsessed with. He's <laughs> so good. Um, yes, I, I love him so much and I want him to live forever now that I have him. So yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's a little about me. Well, you said you love the unity of marriage. I I do as well. Um, how did you meet your husband? And how did it take so long for you to get married after seven years? <laughs> <laughs> well, it was okay. So it wasn't seven years. Um, he proposed, I gosh, I guess it was probably about three or four years when he proposed. Okay, okay. Um so. I I heard that wrong. I heard we were together seven <laughs> years before we got no, yeah, I was no, like, no, no. They must have no. In total, <laughs> no, in total, about seven years. Um, we met my senior year at UNCW. Um, I was waitressing at Fox and Hound in Mayfair. That was my college job. I was there for pretty much all of college. Um, and one Sunday football, he came in with some friends and sat in my section. And um, I was his waitress. And that's kind of, that's how we met. <laughs> I love that. That's such a, yeah. a unique way of meeting someone. That's such a cute, what's it called? Me cute. cute from a movie or a TV show. Me cute. Yeah. yeah. Where it's like that happenstance romance. Yeah. Just, just happened. Um, but yeah, so he came in, you know, a little flirting going on. No numbers exchanged at that point. Um, he came back in like a few weeks later. Um, and I was working and 
I finally got his got his number out of him I was like when are you gonna ask for my number like come oh. on. you know I was like real bold back then but <laughs> you did uh, go girl yeah, I was putting on the moves I was like come on like I thought he was cute I knew he thought I was cute so I was just like let's just you know let's just this thing rolling let's bite the bullet let's I wonder bite the bullet. <laughs> I wonder and you probably asked him like how many times he came into Fox and Hound to like see if you were working before he saw you the second time and you were like no. well, dang it <laughs> no he was he's he was like super shy so I knew I was gonna have to be the one to make the first move there but nice proud of you yeah well that's <laughs> adorable yeah I feel like I met you right before the wedding right yeah we had been engaged so yeah because we got married 2018 so yeah. that sounds about right we met um and then yeah a few months later we were getting married so gosh so crazy how fast it all flew well (laughs) speaking of that whole journey (laughs) let's talk about your business and how so I know you are very passionate about talking about your journey to going full-time with it and Mm -hmm. all the steps it took all the prayer, emotion, obstacles that came in. Roller coaster. (laughs) Yeah. And before we were recording, we were kind of reiterating the fact that Catherine and I were very blessed in that we didn't go from a full-time corporate job to taking our business full-time. We kind of had a little bit of an interim of working a million different jobs in between. Um, Mm -hmm. More of a gradual descendants for us, but we want to know what that looked like, um, maybe how long it took, the steps you took to prepare. And obviously things went a little different than planned when COVID hit right when you decided to take that. (laughs) So yeah, just just walk (laughs) us through some of that. Yeah. So gosh, it, it was about two and a half to three years, um, from when, I picked up the camera to when I actually um, went full time with it. Um, I was working a corporate job um, that was pretty demanding. Um, and I, I knew I didn't want to be doing that for the rest of my life. I mean, it was kind of like a work, eat, sleep, repeat situation. Um, and it just left me very depleted, honestly. Um, so when I knew I wanted to try and give photography a shot, um, I knew it was going to take some time because I wasn't going to just quit my job and have no money. (laughs) I mean, um, Chelsea, I think I talked about this a lot with you throughout all that, but you know, what does the leap of faith look like? Um, You can still take the leap of faith, but do it in a wise way. You know, you don't just have to be like, this is what I want to do. I'm going to take a leap of faith. You know, that we're all adults, right? We have to, (laughs) we have to make money and pay our bills. Um, So the job that I was in originally, I went through two different full-time jobs before I quit and went full-time with photography. The first one, very demanding job, very long hours. And I knew if I was going to want to create this business, I needed a job that allowed more flexibility Um, So I looked for another position, end up getting it, Um, still a full-time corporate job, but 
it allowed um, flexible hours. There was a lot of work from home involved. Um, so for about two years, I worked that job. Um, and I was able to work that job, get home, um, eat a good meal, and then get right into photography. So I was working about like 60 to 70 hour weeks for um, a good like two and a half years um, and definitely fought the burnout um, and over time had to figure out boundaries and how I was going to make this work because it was just, it was a lot, you know, um, burning the candle at both ends, as they say. But um, what it took was really just hard work, um, a lot of support from family, friends, particularly my husband, um, and setting yourself up financially. I know that's not like a sexy topic to talk about, but like it's the, the reality was it was like I had to make this work financially. I wasn't going to just quit my job when, you know, our household income, I contributed significantly to that. So, um, yeah, it was just a lot of planning involved um, and constantly adapting, I guess. Yeah. And that yeah. takes a lot of patience too. Yeah. Uh, you know, two and a half years is a long time. It doesn't like in it the grand scheme of things that might not be like, you know, when, you but when set, you're living it, yeah. when you're living it, it seems like forever. Yes. <laughs> yeah. When you said, you know, you picked up a camera and within two or three years, you were full time. I was the same way. And when I think back to like that actual timeline, I'm like, man, that really isn't that long when you think about right. it. Like same with you, you know, you started, I know you did like soul on the side, but when you set out to make it a full-time job, it was like really quick. It feels so big and so long when you're in it, right. when you have this like deep drive in your heart and you know the destination you want to mm-hmm. get to, it's really hard to stay put and just like kind of put your head in the sand and keep right. working and keep pushing through. So, you know, it's kind of like, I have this, um, I have a friend who is 23 and I'm 32. So that's like nine years of yeah. difference. And she's in this season of like, I'm so single. I'm never going to meet a man. If I don't meet someone soon, I'm never going to get married. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I had those same exact thoughts. And now I can look back and tell her, like, I know like nine years feels like a lifetime away, but like, if you just wait, it it really (laughs) will go by fast. And then you'll look back if you wait to get married till 29, 30 in your thirties, it'll be way more worth it than, mm-hmm. you know, jumping in, not prepared or not like ready for it. Yeah. So for it's sure. kind of making, we're having a lot of conversations about that lately. And I keep trying to tell her like the wait is worth it. And that's kind of what made me think of that. Yeah. yeah. I think we're, we're always more ready than like, I feel like we're always a step ahead of God's plan for us. Like, we're ready before God knows we're ready, you know, or we feel ready before God knows yeah, we're we, ready. Yeah, we think yeah. we're ready. Yeah. <laughs> we think we're ready. And God's like, no, nah, just wait a little bit longer. And that little bit longer just feels like a freaking lifetime, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. So what are some things I guess that you did? I mean, 60 to 70 work weeks or our work weeks are a lot. Yeah. And to do that for that long is a lot. So there's kind of this like push and pull of staying put. And then that like hustle, grind, make things happen season where Mm -hmm. everyone kind of goes through that and your journey to taking something full time. But in the middle, in the midst of all of it, you have to still live your life and maintain your health and relationships and your sanity. So what were some things that you did or maybe some boundaries you put into place to like kind of find that happy medium of staying consistent to push the needle forward in your own business, but still, you know, stay, do it in a healthy way. Yeah. Um, it's, (laughs) it took me a long time to figure that out. Um, honestly, like that period was really, really hard for me. It was not pretty at all. Um, I was burnt out a lot. Um, I wasn't sleeping. I had like developed insomnia really badly. Like my body, I just like trained my mind to just be going at all times. Um, So rest was really hard for me. But I think ultimately what it came down to was setting boundaries for myself um, and giving myself grace to figure out those boundaries, right? Like you have to give yourself time to realize like, okay, how much can I actually handle? Um, for me, that was like giving myself a bedtime. (laughs) Like I was like mothering myself, you know, um, having a work end time. So like, you know, I'm not going to work till 10 o'clock at night every night. That's crazy. Like, you know, like you got to sleep. Um, and you got to wind down. Um, so just having boundaries like that, um, turning down work sometimes was ended up being a boundary. And that's really hard when you're trying to create a business and you're getting inquiries and you're like, ah, like you're so tempted to just take it, but you know, if you take it, you're going to be spread thin that week or that month or, you know, so kind of, um, just learning how much you can handle. Um, It even got to a point where on my calendar, I was writing in like big, bold, all caps letters, like do not book this weekend. Like I would look out my calendar like six months in advance and say, all right, I have like six weddings in a row. Let me go through and like highlight the weekends to say, do not book. So I don't have seven or eight weekends in a row, you know? So yeah, I think it's like you said, like kind of a push and pull um, and just kind of learning as you go. But once you learn, you got to kind of stick to it um, and stick to those boundaries so that you don't go insane like yeah. I did. <laughs> and then the same thing goes where you do take your business full time and you're responsible for your own yeah, yeah. calendar and like the load that you take on. And I definitely went through that. I'm sure everybody does. I know you have too, where you just do everything and you're like, oh, well, Mm -hmm. I have all the time now because you're so used to being pulled in so many directions. So you're like, oh, this is all that's on my plate now. So I'm just going to go all in. And then Mm -hmm. you quickly find yourself in just serious burnout because it's hard to set those healthy boundaries. And I definitely it took me a while to get to a place of, like you said, saying no to some things that, you know, are going to overwhelm you Mm -hmm. booking off date. Like if I have 
like you said, a bunch of weddings in a row or even a few sessions in a week. I'm like, now I'm at the point. Also having a baby makes you just like way less. Yeah, uh, for sure. Feel way less guilty about saying no to things. Cause you're just like, I physically can't, but, um, <laughs> you know, I don't book more than like two or three sessions a week now at all. Cause I know I won't be able to serve my clients in the way that I would want to. Exactly. I that, yeah. Um, I will literally lose my, my mind. Lose your mind. I'm, I'm in a season right now where I think I'm getting out of it. So that's good. But I've been feeling guilt about, because you are in that grind season for so long. Like we just talked about, like we're the hours almost like you get used to working 50 to 70 hours a week that you're like, that's not normal. (laughs) It's really not normal. And then when your day starts to get freed up, like, cause I'm in this season of hiring coaches now, it's like really relieving, but at the same time, I'm feeling guilty of like, am I being lazy? Cause I've, I know I can do yeah. all this. Like I've done all this before exactly. and I'm having to like remind myself and tell myself like you worked for this mm-hmm. moment mm-hmm. or you worked so hard, you grinded so hard so that you could do this. And this is like the natural right. progression of business of business yeah. Yeah. So like ah because it's weird for me too when like someone's coaching a class and I'm like literally in my living room yeah because they're in my house and so I'm like they know I'm just sitting here watching Grey's Anatomy like I'm not doing anything <laughs> else but, but for me that. it's like I just need this like hour right. but then you just feel guilty I don't know it's this like vicious cycle I think of being a woman in general of like guilt shame yeah, wanting to do, to do it all do perfection falling short For like sure. it's just a wheel yeah. but there's a reason right that ceos basically all they do is they're up here telling everybody else what to do mm-hmm. you know they yeah. delegate <laughs> and that's how businesses flourish and thrive and mm-hmm. work in a sustainable manner because you're able to set bound healthy boundaries serve people better not spread yourself so thin and like live your life again but Mm -hmm. it's true like you get into this not not really a rut you just get used to it's like a rhythm yeah you just get used to constantly being in that state of urgency and like needing Mm -hmm. to get things done and a to-do list like a queue of things that you need to do programming for your right editing sessions whatever it might be um and you're in this perpetual state of doing mm-hmm. right that. and that's why I mean it was so hard for me to just like rest or like sit around and watch a tv show because it's like well I, I have stuff to do I should do them yeah but really I, it's I know like, I could do something <laughs> yeah like I could do something because I know my to-do list is long but so it's almost like you felt guilty for just taking some time to yourself but mm-hmm. I, I realized that that's just as important you know it is. I even still find myself like, like obviously we work a lot of weekends because we're wedding photographers. And so I've been mm-hmm. trying to figure out a way one to like give myself at least one day a week to just not really work so that I actually have a five day work week. Right. Um, and I'll find myself like, I'll go take Silas shopping or just like he and I go to lunch or I don't know, go get my nails done and get a babysitter or whatever. And then I'm like, ooh, should I not post this or like talk about this? Because what if my clients haven't gotten their pictures yet? Yeah. I'm wondering if I'm 
being lazy, I'm being lazy yes. and, not, and I'm like, Oh my gosh, you are crazy. Like no one is. Yeah. Crazy. We all have lives. <laughs> yeah. And like, it's healthy and normal to go do these things. And I, I have this like idea in my head that my clients expect that of me when the bottom line is they don't. <laughs> well, and the fact of the matter is we post for business and for pleasure, we post so much of our lives on social media that mm-hmm. you do think everyone's watching me. It's like, yes. a, it's like an extended extent of what <laughs> probably people went through 10 years ago who mm-hmm. were in the grind. It's like yeah. now, not only are we oh, grinding see. and, and entrepreneurs, but we're also, we have people watching us. <laughs> so like yep. know what we're doing, we do, but it's, it's not like we think it is. That's for sure. You can go. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to grab Sisa really quick. Cause he woke up early, but you guys can keep chatting and I'll okay. be right back. Okay. <laughs> we, um, do you feel like that that is something that, well, actually I already know the answer to this, but I just kind of <laughs> dive into it. I find that I really struggle with, with like sitting down and watching a TV show or taking mm-hmm. time for me. And it's not even like an external battle. Like Michael could walk by and I could genuinely look like I'm enjoying this episode of whatever I'm watching. But internally, I'm just thinking about all the things I'm not doing where I feel yeah. like my husband, men, I don't know if I'm just general. No, but it's men. Yes, men, I know where you're going. <laughs> like he, My husband is the hardest worker ever. And like he grinds and he grinds from like, when he wakes up in the morning until five, five thirty, and then he can shut it down yes. and like not guys look- have the off switch. He can not look at his email. He cannot look at his texts. We can be like, we can watch a TV show together at night and he doesn't even pick up his phone where I'm like still my grind, my yeah. gears are still grinding. And I'm like watching the show and like also like answering an email or DMing mm-hmm. someone or researching something and it like almost gets so jealous I'm like oh how can you do for sure how can you just like sit there and not think about anything else but the tv show or like yeah for sure I definitely think I mean obviously we're stereotyping but I think generally speaking men have that off switch and women it's harder to get the off switch for women yeah. And we're I are just like, our mind is constantly going the same with sleep. Like you mentioned insomnia yeah. earlier, earlier, earlier. And <laughs> I, I have had insomnia since like high school and mm. I, I hate um, it. I hate it's the worst because the it's next day, absolutely the worst. next day is just ruined. It's wiped mm-hmm. and, and you can't escape it. And it's mostly a mental thing. Like your body could be so oh, tired And then, but you just can't turn off your thoughts where like, I feel like men don't struggle with insomnia as much. I feel like I'm like bullying men, but I'm just speaking from my experience of the one man I live with. And he like, well, I can say like, he'll say, all right, good night. Kiss me. And like 30 seconds later sleep. sleep. And I'm like, what makes the world go round Googling, like sleeping (laughs) on my back and I kill my baby, like things like that. And I just, it's, I don't know. It's just like, I think that uh, that applies to business too, is not only are we always thinking about what we could be doing, but we always have new ideas too. Mm -hmm. And we're like, (laughs) you got to get them out. Yeah. Is there anything you're working on right now? That's like new and exciting for you or 
I have I have things in the back of my mind. Ooh. They have not been executed yet. Um, I am feeling a shift with my business. Um, I'm feeling God working and stirring up in me some things, some ideas. Um, I'm just, I'm so confused on what that actually looks like. So I'm kind of just taking some time to just try and listen to him in the direction he wants me to go in. Um, but I do definitely want to start being more open and talking about my faith more um, and having that be more of a highlight in my business than what it already is. But the avenue in which I do that, I do not know. That is the question mark. So that's really um, cool though, because then people can get to know you more on a personal level and understand like the heart behind why you're doing what you're doing. Cause there's, you know, yeah. tons of, there's tons of photographers out there, but there might be a deeper meaning to why you're doing that. And usually it's, it's related to what we believe in. So that's cool. Right. Yeah. And now so, you have to do the well, thing of like waiting for God's timing. I know, right? <laughs> Hi, Sai Sai. Hi, Sai We have a visitor. We do. Oh, hello. <laughs> oh, gosh, he's so Those two bottom teeth, they slay me. <laughs> Yeah, Becca. I don't know why <laughs> really from our nap today, but we did have a nice poopy diaper. So. Oh, good. He there pooped. you go. That might be why. You know how it's so funny with babies. You like celebrate and dogs. I know. We're yeah. like, you pooped. Good job. I know. Good job. <laughs> I wish someone like did that for me when I pooped. <laughs> like, great work. You're not constipated <laughs> anymore. You will. <laughs> this might be TMI, but you will get that congratulatory message when you poop for the first, first time, time. After birth. <laughs> yeah <laughs> because let me tell you that is terrifying yeah, but- for, yeah that sounds terrifying <laughs> <laughs> you get through it I remember texting my friends before I was like I'm terrified it's been like four days since I gave birth and oh I my god like and I'm so scared and they're like you're gonna be fine I promise like, you'll get through you'll it get through <laughs> <laughs> it's like about pooping <laughs> yeah you never thought that this would be where your life was would go. No, uh, it is. Chelsea, I already know like that w- one day when I get pregnant, you're going to be like my go-to girl. <laughs> I already That's know. The goal. That's the goal. I love, I love it. I, I really do. I'm very passionate about it. Cause man, you can like, people can talk about it left and right. And you can do all the preparing in the world. And I could warn you left and right about, all the things that's to come and you truly just don't really see it and feel it until you're in it and you're like I know oh. but that's the scary part <laughs> I know and I'm that's why I'm I am so like passionate about helping moms to prepare and also like when they're in it support them through that because it's yeah. two very different worlds like to hear and prepare and be as like educated and informed as possible but then also knowing that when you get there it might still feel hard or real or different than right. you thought it would or whatever it might be because there's definitely um two very different like sides to it definitely <laughs> sure. but I'm here yeah she's here <laughs> she's doing she's it doing it she's doing literally it right now she's literally doing it <laughs> 
Um, okay. Well, we have four questions that we ask every guest and we're going to ask you those now. Um, the first question is what is something that you are currently binging or obsessed with? Ooh, um, I watch a lot of TV, so, um, hard to pick just one. Um, I'm a Bravo reality TV addict. Um, so like (laughs) all the housewives, I watch all the housewives. Um, New Jersey is good this season. Just started. Um, I I just started this weekend. I started watching. Um, what is it? Georgia and Jenny or Jenny so good. on Netflix? So good. I so finished good. it. Like, it's it's so good. good. I'm obsessed yeah. with that show. I, I just sad. watched it yesterday. I watched like four episodes. <laughs> it's really good. At oh. first, you're like. Is this like a, I don't know, it felt like a ripoff of Gilmore Girls, but in like a dirtier way. And then you get really invested in the story because it's kind of like twisty. twisty. No, I think the way they do it is really good. I don't know. It sucked me right in. So it is. that's what I've been been binging on top of my reality TV. Yes. Well, that that is just like (laughs) breathing. And that was one of the shows too that like it, it just came up on my Netflix I didn't really hear anything about it or I didn't really hear anyone talking of it and then I watched it and I'm like oh wow like why have I not been hearing about this it's so good yeah so all right our next question is what's something you're looking forward to this year in 2021 um making our house a home I'm so excited we have like all these projects we want to do and like I said, it was, it's kind of been a long time coming for us. So we're just excited to like have a space that's ours. Um, it's the and, best feeling. Yeah. and so fun to like do those projects knowing that it's for your home. Like, right. That you get to enjoy and live in. Yeah. So I'm just excited about that. Love it. All right. Next question is what is something that you love about yourself? Ooh. I like that one. Um, I love that I've I've overcome a lot. I've had a messy past, um, but it's just made my faith stronger. I like that I'm not like the picture perfect person. I'm not the poster child of the Christian life, um, but I think that that makes me more relatable to other people um when when I share my stories I can relate (laughs) I can relate to that I mean none of us really are right thanks thank the lord (laughs) you like the mic he has has something to say all right our last question is if you could leave women with one little like word of encouragement today what would it be um, that we can do hard things. We are capable. I think everyone's more capable and stronger than they actually think they are. Um, so to remind yourself of that and have people in your life that will remind you of that as well. I think that makes all the difference. So important. Yeah, that's a good point. We uh, say it on here again and again, how important community is. Yep. For sure. And for someone just to hear, you know, in the, in a moment of self-doubt that you can do it, it sounds like cheesy and, and cliche, but it's true. You really can like you can overcome. 
Um, well, this is a fun conversation. It was nice to get to know you a little bit more than our quick meeting time when we met like two years ago. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to do another in-person one of those soon. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, um, let our listeners know where they can find you. What's the quickest way to reach you? Yeah. Um, Instagram is probably the best way. My Instagram is at Becca underscore Rizzo. Um, and that's kind of where I hang out the most. So find me there. Yeah. And we'll put that in the show notes and thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Thanks. It was fun. It's good to see you even though it wasn't in real life, but definitely make make your way to Wilmy soon and come stay with us. All right, you guys, thank you so much. All right. And listeners, we will talk to you next week. Bye. Well, sometimes because I'd want to hang out, but then you would invite like all these other people and I just, which is, you know, problematic. I've learned to be more intuitive, but I think that there's room for everyone in everything and there's no point in doing something fun if it can't be shared with others. So, um, yeah. Amen. That's a good one. (laughs) That is a good one. Our last question is if you could tell women one thing today, what would it be? Um, I would say if there's something that you are something dark that you're kind of holding inside, um, like don't be afraid to say it out loud, especially if the reason you're keeping it inside is because you fear that you'll be looked at differently or you fear that you're, it's isolating or lonely. Um, I can promise that if somebody can't relate directly, they can relate um, in some way or another. So like being vulnerable is a very courageous thing to do, but like to make a habit of vulnerability because it gets easier and your world opens up each time you let people in, if that makes sense. Mm, I love that. So good. Thank you. where, Where can people find you if they want to have amazing makeup done or chat about mom stuff or good books or whatever. Yeah. If you want to see really crappy pictures and me trying to be funny, talking about books or being a mom, that would be my personal Instagram, which is just Molly Ingram spelled like Ingraham. And then if you want to learn a little bit about makeup and feeling pretty, just as you are, then that's Molly Ingram, M-U-A, uh, also spelled like Ingraham. <sighs> yes. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on. And Thanks so much for having me. It's an honor. I love y'all and you're doing such a good job. I've loved getting to connect with you both over the years and I'm so excited for baby Banco, mm. for Silas. He's so funny. It's been a good time, y'all. It has. And I can't wait to just, like, get all the boys together. Yes. Yes. Boy band. Yes. Oh, love that. Boy band. Boy band 2037 is probably when they'll kick off. That's That's probably about right. Like a real year. That's crazy. Yes, it's (laughs) crazy. That's real. Well, we love you. And thanks for joining us today. And ladies or men, if you're listening, we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.